You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. The Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Uh, final hour of the program. We're on location right now at the $2.7 million show home, custom built by Calbridge Homes. Midnight tomorrow. Absolute deadline. What are you doing? So, uh, if sleeping? You, if one of our listeners win the home and the two hundred grand in cash and the Audi G8, send us a text so Maddie and I can come over for the housewarming party. I would expect some sort of commission. Just you want to wet your beak? As yeah, I would love. I would love to wet my beak. I'm always looking for new opportunities to wet your beak. To wet said beak. Yeah. And uh, I just think that if you found out about the hospital home lottery, a little commission, yeah. two hundred grand in your pocket, a little, and as Balbo just said, don't forget the fifty-fifty draw too, over two point three million dollars. And uh, they also have this that we didn't even talk about last time. We what were did here, I miss George? that I should be just doing last my job. time we were here? Oh, okay, uh, the one hundred days of winning cash calendar, where they do one cash winner every day for a hundred days. 100 cash prizes of $3,000 a day from December 15th to March 24th, and one big cash prize of 100 that, on December the 15th. That sounds way better than, like, a crappy chocolate advent calendar. <laughs> $3,000 a day for 100 days is better than an advent calendar? I would say so. That's dragon's breath right there. Yeah, I would, a hot take. I would say that. Yeah. I would say that for sure. Um, later on this hour, our man, Ross Tucker, NFL Insider, Ross Tucker Podcast. we got a lot of things to do. We here. can ask him about Raul coming in, winning some yeah. games last over the weekend. Yeah, we got to ask him because he played for the Buffalo Bills, and yeah. it's going to be Snowmageddon this weekend. The NFL might actually move the game. I saw um, they're expecting six feet of snow, and the two running backs for both teams oh are both shorter than six feet. <laughs> like 177 centimeters in a 24-hour span. It's a lot. Like it, it, I, I would say so. honestly, it's 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 probably a yeah. little bit dangerous, and, and, and it's actually not that funny for people who probably have no. to endure this and and be trapped in their homes for like three or four days. But yeah, this is wild. And if they end up actually playing this game, it's going to look wild. Yeah, it's it. Well, it's going to be picturesque. That's for sure. Um, we got a lot to get to here. Heaps. Uh, Flames uh, kick off a six-game roadie tonight in Tampa Bay against the Lightning, 5 p.m. start uh, as they kick off that road trip. And I thought Frank Cervalli uh, kind of laid it out there. Uh, Tampa Bay hasn't been that great to start off the season, but that's what Tampa Bay does. They don't care just getting into the playoffs and try to beat us and Vasilevsky in a seven-game series. So hopefully uh, the Flames get off uh, to a solid start on this roadie. And I've been saying 3-3 three and three I think would be successful. No? 3-3 three and three would be a good road trip. I think that you want more because I think Frank brought up a good point that, yeah, Tampa's been up and down. Penguins have been mostly down. Capitals have been up and down. Flyers are down bad. Like, I, I think it's reasonable to expect four victories of this six-game road trip. Um, you know, you got Tampa and you got uh, Florida coming in there too. But for the most part, I think that you should be able to get four wins here. Uh, I I hope you're right. Uh, it's going to be interesting how Markstrom plays, too, uh, in this, because he's definitely been, um, I don't know if he's been inconsistent, but he's let in a few softies here lately. But he's also made some spectacular saves mixed in as well. So, okay, maybe inconsistent is uh, the perfect word yeah. for his play to start off the season. And, and, I get, and I get why fans are quick to jump on Markstrom, because... 
he sucked against the Oilers. Like, he was not very good. And that's still fresh in a lot of Flames fans' minds. Mm -hmm. So they want to see the Jacob Markstrom they saw that was uh, second in Vesna Trophy voting. They want to see that version of Jacob Markstrom. We've seen flashes of it this season. But we've also seen him let in some super softies like the – the uh, the goal from below the goal line um, by Kaliev. The uh, spinorama. Yeah, that that can't go in on an NHL goaltender. And then he makes that remarkable save to Rob Kopitar uh, in the last minute to seal the 6-5 victory against the Kings. So 5 p.m., things get going here, flames and lightning. Uh, we got a few things to get to here. Our NFL Big Bets producer, Patrick Dumas, will join us shortly. We'll talk about that. But we got we got to do a couple things first. Um do you want to do soccer simpletons? Yeah, I'd love First, that. First, uh, I would love a- that. Alex, can you jump on the air? Are you panicking right now, Hello? grabbing headphones? Are you there? Hello? Uh, Hello? <laughs> Not panicking. Hello? It's been pretty smooth now. Okay. It's been good. Really? Yeah. Uh, especially when we were naming songs, were you getting a little little rattled or no? A little bit. On your toes? Be- just because I like, I literally had just your vocal cue. Like, I, I don't have the 590 text line, right? So I was just kind of like yeah, scrambling a bit, but we got yeah. it done. And you, you literally had four one six numbers calling in, right? Yeah. Getting upset with us? Yeah, I was. Okay, we should have answered. I it. think I think Eilish actually called. Oh, I believe that that was a. Oh, true sorry, Eilish. Um, well, we should get her on the show. Then we had tomorrow. some fun barbs back and forth. Yeah, a we did. Good jabs. Yeah, well, their show's she, over now, so yeah, they could they could hop on sport. as soon as they're done. Uh, great sport. Uh, why don't we do? Um, because we just talked to Jeff Blair and Canada's chances at the World Cup, which. Jeff Blair knows his footy, and he's hosting the coverage uh, for the Sportsnet Radio Network. You know who doesn't know footy and is not hosting any coverage for football? You? Me. Yeah. Um, we've been doing uh, today's uh, day four of our feature, um, Soccer Simplified for Soccer Simpletons, with our man Tommy Wielden Jr. explaining the finer points yeah. of the beautiful game. So let's do the Soccer Simpletons. Sure. Let's do Brody on the beach. Sure. And then let's do best bets before we get to Ross Tucker. That sounds like a plan. Man, we have a jam-packed 8 o'clock hour. Let's hit the uh, Soccer for Simpletons, Alex. Let's do this. With the World Cup just around the corner, do you need some help understanding the beautiful game? Well, you're in luck. It's now time for Soccer Simplified for Soccer Simpletons with our resident footy expert, Tommy Wielden Jr. Oh, and our very own soccer simpleton, Matt Rose. Offside? How does that fit into defending? Trying to get guys to go offside? I don't know how that works. I know how it works in hockey. You can't go in before the puck. It's pretty simple. Yeah, and that's probably, you'll have heard that one in Ted Lasso a lot. You know, yes. it's, it's funny. Um, my, my wife has been to a lot of games with our sons and now at the pro games, and, and I think she gets it now. Um, but it's, it's interesting because it's basically, if you I look know. at the halfway line, if you're the head of the last man at the back, you're in an offside position when you receive the ball. Mm. So, right, think of, again, like I said, the halfway line. If, if there's an attacker beyond there and no defender between him and the goalkeeper, you're in an offside position. So it's relevant to where the defender is as Correct. well. Okay, Correct. and icing, how does that work? <laughs> there, there is no icing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, or, uh, unless it's the athletic therapist that runs on the pitch with the magic spray. There we go. There you That's go. easy. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. perfect. There you go. Yeah, More yeah. you know. No yeah. problem. Th- th- you learned about offside, too. Yeah, it's about the guy, not the line. Yes. So everything is stationary in hockey. Right. And it's it, actually a lot better in hockey because it's a line. 
Yeah, I feel like it's like if if your if your knee is maybe in an offside position, it's offside. It's really frustrating. So, and then this is a video review type of thing. They go to review for offside as well. Yeah, we're gonna learn about that. I think in and our final edition. I think of so. Soccer uh, and you'll also learn that the linesman's gonna keep the flag down for the offside if it's really close. Ah. So in case there is a goal scored, to go to VAR to confirm whether or not it was offside or onside. Oh. But we'll we'll dive into that as the World Cup rolls along. And they don't do icing just How? the field's too long. Yeah. Sure. Um, how excited. Uh, I'm not here next week, which I'm sure will bring up smile to the face of a lot of our listeners. Oh, that's sad. It's like, good, Russick's gone. Uh, I hate that guy. Oh, uh, go back okay. to that's, go back to Ontario. I, think that, I don't think that's idiot. true. No, that's totally a lot of our idiot, listeners will feel it. Yeah. Maybe closer to that's the fair. truth. That's fair. It's actually fair. Yeah. Um, but you and uh, producer Patrick Dumas, who is a footy guy, yeah, are doing some shows. Same with Alex also, Brody. Uh, also, Logo going to be in with you though. I don't know. I don't know if he's I a soccer don't guy. Don't think he is. So you guys uh, might be. Uh, it's going to be. I, I'm going to probably. T- I'm probably not going to tune in. No, I, I'll probably listen to you and Logo talking about the World Cup because I'm really looking forward to. That. Yeah, we'll send you some some snippets. Um, but it'll just be a couple of us big bozos. Yeah, talking about a sport that. We watched from, yeah. like, and, six feet away. And, and, again, if Canada wasn't involved, we would just do it on the periphery. But we got to go hardcore on the World Cup because Canada's in it for the first time since 1986. And our man, Tommy Wielden Jr., is coming in studio tomorrow. We're going to have a World Cup draw. I'm where excited. We pick teams. This, uh, pick two teams and then a really big dark horse. This is going to get me involved. I yeah. love this. So I, I, I love that some, Tommy Wilden Jr. Investment. He's going to come in tomorrow, going to help us out. Uh, but right now, too, uh, we were supposed to have Brody on the beat live today, but there were some scheduling issues. So Alex actually had to be stable to the board mm. all day. But Alex being the, the great employee that he is, such the team player that he is, Decided to go out and actually record a Brody in the Stud. Beat yesterday. Alex, what did you ask the people of Calgary last night? All right. Well, good good timing for soccer for simpletons. But I asked the people of Calgary how they thought Canada was going to do with the World Cup. You know, I think Canada is a big okay. question mark. So I thought that was a really good question yep. to ask. And also, I asked them to kind of pick a dark horse team. So maybe some advice for mm. tomorrow on who they think yeah. might Great. go win it all. And, I, you know, some of the answers weren't dark Matt- horses, but. Oh, okay. Madagascar is mine. I think they could <laughs> I have like, a deep run. I like Vietnam. Vietnam, they got Costa a great Rica. Side. Well, they actually could win it. Or No, they're a CONCACAF team. They're... They've got, like, the worst odds ever. Yeah. Uh, Senegal. Okay. Uh, Ooh. New Zealand. No, you got to give me, like, Saudi Arabia. Uh Saudi Arabia. Yeah. If Saudi Arabia wins the World Cup, Maddie and I will shave our heads. What? And oh. tattoo Saudi Arabia forever with the number four on the top of our heads. <laughs> I'm clipping that. Great. Oh, yeah. good. Oh, good. Yeah. All okay. of a sudden, the Saudis have this magical <laughs> run that was paid for by the Saudi fund that they fund Live Golf with. Okay. Uh, sorry, Maddie, you're in on that bet. Um, let's get to Brody on the beat. As it. I say, I don't want to. I don't want to pump this up too much. But it's probably the best radio segment in all of Canada. I wouldn't argue with it. Okay, on the radio. Let's hit it, Alex. It Let's back. do it. Hey, it's so Alex, and welcome back to another edition of Brody on the Beat. The World Cup is right around the corner, and we wanted to get Calgarians' thoughts on how they think Canada is going to do, as well as we wanted to get some of their dark horse picks to win the whole tournament. How do you think Canada's going to do at this year's World Cup? 
They're going to win it all. Why do, you, why do you think they're going to win it all? Mm. Because they beat Mexico in a blizzard? Uh, I'm hoping Canada is going to hold their own <laughs> against Belgium and Croatia. Um, hopefully come top two in their bracket and, and go far. I hope they do great. I'm cheering for Canada. Don't really follow soccer until I saw Canada's in the World Cup. I want them to do great. I'm proud of the Canadians of what they've done so far. Uh, even getting to the World Cup is quite the achievement. I saw that Alfonso Davies character hanging out with uh, McDavid earlier last year. So that's either great luck or terrible, depending on what part of Alberta you're in. If they do score a goal or get a point and do better than they did in 1986, I think that would be a win for John Herdman. I think Canada is poised to surprise mm. some people this year. Honestly, I had no clue we were in the World Cup till right now. So, And so out of all the countries at the World Cup, 32 in total, who do you think is a dark horse to win it all this year? Oh, no, that's a very good question. Serbia. George is going to like that one. I think Mexico's a yes. pretty, pretty good pick. Uh, if they can do well against Argentina oh. in their group, I think they have a good chance of, of going far in the, wow. in the cup. Wow, I don't dialed. know all the teams, but I would say probably uh, dark horse, maybe Germany. Uh, my dark horse pick would be Denmark, uh, and that's based on, I mean, I mean pr pretty much absolutely nothing at all. I like I said, I don't know anything about okay. soccer. but My dark horse pick is <laughs> Senegal. They came out of the African Cup of Nations hot and provided Sadio Mane comes Sadio. back from his injury soon. They can make a big splash. Brody. Yeah, that's what I've been saying. Wow. Sadio Mane. Sadio Man. Didn't quite pronounce his um, back, but he put the reason. I, yeah, I, I gotta say, that. Alex, that's probably the cleanest version we've ever heard of Brody on the beat. I would argue Let's they're go. getting better. I think that was, I great. Gotta, that was great. I gotta owe it to the everyone here was such a great sport. You know, even the guy who didn't know anything about soccer, you know, he was he's a really good sport about it. So shout out to the people of Calgary right. for this one. Yeah. Uh but again, Alex, I told you this off the air. Um, if you see somebody fighting the air, that's the guy I want you to interview. <laughs> that's sooner rather than later. Yeah, yeah, but I thought it was a great job, and you finally listened to my advice and actually did the re-ask re in the middle. Yeah. yeah, I'm learning. It sounded good. There you go. Uh, great job. I look forward to Are you doing one next week when I'm not here, or you'll be like, nah, George isn't here. I don't need to do it. No, we're going to make him do it. Yeah, oh, okay. Fun. All right. I'll, I'll have to tune in and listen. <laughs> Don't shake your head. No, That's I'm not rude. shaking Why my we, head. Come on. He's no, working I'm, really hard. At this. No, I will. Uh, great job. Do we have Do we have producer Patrick Dumas on the line? Yes, we do. hey -o. Okay. Because oh. I just saw I just saw on my phone I had 29 unread text messages. <laughs> yeah, I was just not And then watching. I realized it was you guys, and I just didn't bother reading the thread. <laughs> no. I just, I just checked out. I, went, I hope he's yeah, there. Anytime I see a, a group text with like over like 20 messages, I just don't even bother reading it. It could have life-changing information, <laughs> but I just don't read them. So I'm like, this is too much. Can you give me the TLDR? Yeah, please? like I just I have no idea what it is. All right, let's do some NFL Big Bets brought to you by Sports Select. Sports Select has more sports leagues and for a limited time, better odds on over-under and point spread. Build your ticket at sportselect.com. Hit it, Alex. Spread it on. The spread. What a spread. Before they spread. Spread your legs. Spread your legs. Spread it around. Spread your wings. Spread it like. Yeah, uh, we, this has to be an abbreviated edition today because we'll we be got to get to Ross Tucker. Be quick, quick, quick. Oh, I can be quick. Um, 
six games as usual. Patty Dumont and Matt Rose killing it. Uh, I've been horrendous. So as I keep telling you, just do the exact opposite. It's bizarro, George. Whatever I tell you to pick, take the other side. You'll do well. Let's get into it. Producer Patrick Dumont on the line with us. Uh, the Titans at the Packers tonight, the Thursday nighter at Lambeau Field. Green Bay minus three and a half. The total, 40 and a half. I'm going with the under in this one. No problem. No questions. Uh, I think that we're going to see both these teams try and use their run game. I know it's something that Tennessee excels at. And Green Bay has been getting better at. Aaron Jones is still one of the top rushers in the NFL this season. And it looks like it's going to be about minus 5, minus 10. Some wind out in Lambeau Field as well. You get that ground game going. Eats up a whole bunch of clocks. So I'm going to take the under here. Okay. Under 40 and a half points. Producer Patrick Dumas. Yeah, you know what? Green Bay needs this one really, really bad. Uh, they're trying to get back to this uh, 500, trying to get back into the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers really good at home in prime time as well. Could be some, could be a little chilly as well. Might be some snow. I think the Packers can cover mm-hmm. that three and a half and get two in a row and get back to this playoff race. Yeah, I'm with you, Patrick Dumas. I'm going to lay the Packers as three-and-a-half-point favorites here. The offensive line for Tennessee is a little banged up right now, which ultimately might hurt their run game. The Green Bay defense is good, uh, but the secondary of the Titans is suspect. I think Aaron Rodgers can have some success through the air tonight. I will take the Packers minus three-and-a-half. Snowmageddon, the biggest snowstorm in the history of humanity, is apparently on its way to Buffalo. Bills and Browns on Sunday. Buffalo minus seven-and-a-half. The total right now, 41.5. As of now, the game's going to be played in Buffalo, but that might change. Yeah, this is this is tough because if this game changes locations, I don't necessarily... Like if it's played in Detroit inside? Yeah, then I don't do this bet. But if they do maintain this game in Buffalo, hammer the under all day long. This is going to be a mess. This is going to be like watching a bunch of clowns run around in the snow at lunchtime back when you were playing in high school i'm taking the under all day even though it's jumped to 42 and a half frank it's gone up a little bit all right what do you got patty dumal i'm gonna bank on this game being shifted to detroit at ford field and i'm gonna take the bills to cover the seven and a half i just it's the the fast track i just don't see them actually playing this game in orchard park with the three to six feet of snow it'd be amazing to see don't get me wrong those college games last night during some mac was great but you know what? I think this is the professionals. They're going to move them to the best possible location indoors in Detroit. Buffalo covers the seven and a half. Uh, I'm going to take the Browns getting the seven and a half points Ooh. because the Bills have shown lately they cannot stop the run. Uh, they've had some trouble stopping running backs. This could be a giant Nick Chubb game. Um, giant Chubb game. Uh, I'm going to take the Browns <laughs> plus seven and a half. I don't know what. Nick Chubb. Um, I think he's going to have a big day. And I'm going to take the Cleveland Browns plus seven and a half. Uh, let's move on. The Philadelphia Eagles at the Indianapolis Colts. Philadelphia minus seven point favorites total. we got to start moving on these. 44 and a half, Matty. I'm taking the under here. Uh, I think that the Colts are no good. Yes, they did get that win over the Raiders, but they're no good. And I think that this is one of those games where everyone's like, oh, yeah, we won with this new head coach. Look at us. We're so plucky. And this is going to be a get right game for them. I don't know how many points they're going to score. Eagles can score a lot of points, but I like where the total set at 44. I'm taking the under again. Okay, Patty, Demo, what do you got? I'm going to take the Eagles to cover that six and a half. Jeff Saturday, Ooh. he had his fun in the sun. One game, this is a good team. Philly gets bounces back with a big win. What, is it six and a half or seven? Because I just said it was seven. I've got seven on my board. Uh, what do we see? Uh, the new odds uh, were six and a half. 
Okay, I'm going to take the Colts plus the points anyway. Uh, the offense is much better with Matt Ryan at quarterback. Yeah, head-to-head. I think this is a letdown spot for the Eagles after blowing uh, that game at home to Washington. Uh, the Colts' defense is still half-decent. I think they can keep this relatively close, and, and Jonathan Taylor looked like Jonathan Taylor last week. I'll take the Colts getting six and a half. Uh, let's move. AFC North battle. Bengals, Steelers, Cincy minus four, total 41 and a half. Easy. Who day? I'm taking the Bengals. Okay, what do you got, Patty Dumas? Yeah, I'm going to take the uh, Bengals on this one to cover those points. Pittsburgh can't score. Um, I'm going to take the over 41 and a half. I think this potentially could be a high-scoring affair. We saw what the Bengals did before their bye, putting up a ton of points against the Panthers. And uh, you can throw on the Cincinnati Bengals. I'll take over the 41 and a half. This one is super juicy. Yep. Cowboys at Vikings. Dallas minus two. Total, 47 and a half. I think I'm going to take the Cowboys uh, minus the two points in this one. I just think that Kirk Cousins has had a couple of nice wins lately. They're looking good. They're feeling good about themselves. But 8-1 and one is that just doesn't feel right. And there's so many defensive studs on this Cowboys team that's going to make Kirk Cousins' life very difficult. And he's not really hiding in the shadows. It's not a primetime game, but there's only three games in that afternoon set. I'm going to take the Cowboys pl- uh, minus points. Okay, Patty, what do you like? I think we're going to see some points in this one. I like the over 47.5. This is a big game for both clubs. Minnesota trying to assert themselves in the NFC as a real contender, not a paper tiger. Uh, this one's going to be a good one. I think I like the points in this one, though, over the 47.5. Yeah, I know uh, Minnesota analytically is the worst team since the merger at 8-1 and one, uh, when you look at their underlying numbers, but I can't lay the Cowboys as favorites here in Minnesota. I'm going to take the Vikings plus the two points last one sunday nighter chiefs at chargers kansas city minus five and a half total 50 and a half listen uh chiefs are going to win this game but i don't know about the line uh i have not loved a lot with the chargers this year both teams dealing with injuries in their receiver core uh i'm gonna go with the under once again it's been working for me a lot this year uh 20 and 16 on the season and a lot of my bets this season have been on the under so i'm gonna stick with it plus this total is massive at 51 all right, Patty Dumont. I think the Chargers can keep this one close. They've this two rivals mm-hmm. in this. Uh, they played a really good game way back in week two. I think it was the best Thursday nighter so far we've had. Uh, give me the, the Chargers to cover that six points. Uh, I'm going to do the old uh, division game at home with a better defense getting points. I'm going to take the Chargers getting the five there you and go. Half points. All right. NFL Big Bets brought to you by Sports Select. Sports Select has more sports leagues. And for a limited time, better odds on over, under, and point spread. Build your ticket at sportselect.com. Ross Tucker, straight ahead, big show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, the fan. You're listening to the big show with Russick and Rose on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960, the fan. Yeah, it is the big show, Russick and Rose, on location. At the $2.7 million show home custom built by Calbridge Homes for the Calgary Hospital Home Lottery. The absolute final deadline to win is tomorrow. Uh, later on, uh, we'll still read your text messages that you sent to Toronto. Oh, yeah. About the worst possible uh, victory songs the Leafs should play the next day. And there were some half-decent ones we got back from Toronto people as well yeah. that we might be willing okay. to share. Uh, we'll, we'll, just to say, like, hey, listen, yeah, it's a okay. It's all fun. Contrast. It was all fun. Yeah, we're just here to goof. Uh, but joining us on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline right now, our pal Ross Tucker, NFL Insider, CBS Sports, the Ross Tucker Podcast. Ross, good morning. How are you? Yo, Ross. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm here. I had it on mute. Are you all right? Sorry. I, I said, oh, I'm, I'm doing awesome. How are you guys doing? <laughs> no, we're great. Thanks for jumping on. Uh, are you excited uh, for Snowmageddon in Buffalo? Like, are they going to play this game there? Are they going to do it? What's your uh, What's your favorite snow story from playing in the National Football League? You know what's interesting? I I don't really remember playing in much of a snow game, which is weird because really? yeah, you played in Buffalo because I played in Buffalo for I played in Buffalo for two and then New England for one, and I don't know. We didn't have now. Listen, I'll tell you this much. Um, I did play a snow game in college. Uh, the worst weather you can play in is freezing rain. Snow is actually okay. much better than freezing rain. Freezing rain, like, everything gets soaked, and then it, like, starts to harden. It's bad. It's really bad. But I actually I don't have a great, like, NFL snow story, which stinks because, you know, growing up, we loved to play in snow. You know, it was so fun. Now, I will say this. Two of the biggest snow games in recent memory, I broadcast both of them. I broadcast when the Titans and Patriots played in the snow, and the yeah. Patriots put up like 59 points somehow. Um, and then I also broadcast that Colts-Bills game, I don't know, maybe five years ago, where – there was no snow like 30 minutes before the game, and all of a sudden there was like two feet during the game, and I think the final <laughs> score was like 7 nothing with a LaShawn McCoy touchdown run. It was amazing. Yeah, that, that game was absolutely incredible. I have to ask you, uh, being an offensive lineman, cold weather, snow games, were you a sleeves or no sleeves guy? You're kidding, right? Okay, no sleeves. No sleeves. No I, sleeves. I'm just asking. You can okay. never wear sleeves. No <laughs> sleeves. Unacceptable. Uh, okay. I will say this. I played in one of the ten coldest games in Bill's history, and ironically, it was in Cincinnati. We played in Cincinnati against the Bengals, and it was like seven degrees. I mean, it was really cold. I think it was negative wind chill. If you look it up, it was crazy cold. And uh, I went out there before the game with just a T-shirt on, and Chad Johnson yelled at me like, hey, buddy, you're going to get cold. And I was like, I'm good. And then uh, we won. But, you know, the thing about um, two things that are interesting to note about, like, crazy cold games, right? Number one, the human brain can only be concerned about one imminent danger at a time Hmm. and so if you're starting and you're out there on the field you don't notice the cold weather at all because you're much more concerned with the 330 pound monster that's like a foot in front of your face (laughs) like i'm just telling you like you 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 forget about how cold it is real quick if there's a chance that you're going to get embarrassed and or hurt badly on national television. However, yeah. if you're a backup and you're on the sideline, it's freezing. 
You are freezing. It is so cold. It makes all the difference. The other thing is that people don't tell you. I don't know if you guys have ever experienced this. It it really hurts your skin. It's really bad for your skin. You gotta you gotta wipe your skin down before the game if you can to try to protect it with um what I'm I'm blanking on the Vaseline, like Vaseline. Yeah. But if you don't do that after the game, you have to start the shower cold and then mm-hmm. slowly warm it up. Because if you go with a warm shower after a really cold game, it like stings and burns because your your skin is like frostbitten or I don't know, 10 degrees or something. And then the hot water, it stings badly. So you have to start the shower like lukewarm at best. How do you guys Wild. not know this? You're in Calgary. Why? Why, well, am I I was the, gonna... why? why am I the one telling Calgary people how to handle the cold weather? I was going to say that just for my. It brings me back to playing outside, building snow forts, and then going in and having to clean up in just immediate pain as you dive right into a bath or right into a shower. So it's good to know that NFL players are a little bit more prepared for these type of instances. Uh, it looks like it might be a little bit cold for the Thursday nighter here as well, Ross. What are you looking for uh, from the Packers, maybe specifically a big game for them to keep in this wild card race as they host the Titans tonight? Really looking forward to it. Um, I'll be curious to see if the Packers come out and try to run the ball as much as they did against the Cowboys. You know, the Titans have a pretty beastly front, but Jeffrey Simmons didn't play Sunday. I don't know if they're saying he's going to play tonight or not, but usually if a guy doesn't play Sunday, they don't have him play Thursday because they get 10 more days after this. He's a difference-making player. And so um, I'm real curious, real curious to see what the offensive game plan is. I don't know if you guys saw, but on uh, this morning's Ross Tucker football podcast, Greg Cosell from NFL Films, he's a legend, pointed out the Packers called 37 runs and 23 passes against the Cowboys on Sunday, even though they have the back-to-back MVP of the league, and they were down two scores twice Hmm. it's just like remarkable that that was their strategy that that was their goal in the game and that's the way they went about it um ross i know we we talked about snow and snowmageddon for the buffalo bills can can you put your finger on what what, what's happened to josh allen ever since that second half on that sunday nighter to green bay all of a sudden he's making these decisions that he hasn't been making for the last two plus years and by decisions i mean bad decisions yeah, it's a good question. Um, you know, I know, I, I think on the fourth down, I think he just realized there's no value in taking a sack or throwing the ball away. I might as well throw it in the end zone and try to have something happen. Probably could have been a little bit better about that, but I understand the logic there. And then the last one, I think he just kind of got fooled. I think Peterson, I think Peterson tricked him into not thinking he was going to undercut that route. I think he thought he had it on the uh, on the deep in cut, and Peterson undercut it, and he wasn't expecting him to do that. 
Last one here for you, Ross. Uh, looking ahead to uh, this weekend as well, Jeff Saturday and the Colts are going to battle. The Eagles, who now have suffered a loss, but nevertheless, the powerhouse Eagles, uh, I believe the term we used last Thursday was asinine when talking about Jeff Saturday taking over behind the bench of an NFL team. What did you make of his debut as a head coach? I thought it was impressive. but uh, Although, to be honest with you, I mean – the biggest thing he did was put Matt Ryan back as the starting quarterback because the guys know that Matt Ryan knows what he's doing and believe in him. Whereas Ellinger is just not ready yet. And I don't know if he ever will be, but the whole thing is like bizarro world. You know, he made Frank Reich bench Matt Ryan and put in Ellinger. Then he made Frank Reich fire the offensive coordinator. Then he fired Frank Reich to hire Jeff Saturday and Jeff Saturday is allowed to put Matt Ryan back in. I mean, if Matt Ryan was the quarterback the last couple of games, Frank Reich might still be the coach. What, I mean, what is going on? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's it, it's crazy. Uh, I know, Ross, uh, you got to run. Um, Ross, you, you're always great with your time uh, from the Ross Tucker podcast, CBS Sports. Check out his betting podcast as well. Uh, Ross, thanks for this. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds great. See you guys. All right, Ross Tucker uh, on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline come in and enjoy hockey and football game day specials at 6060 memorial drive northeast pickup and delivery also available at atlas pizza 403-248-3344 um we got about 10 minutes to go here in the show um we've had a lot of fun we're at the uh the show home the 2.7 million dollar show home uh, which is the massive grand prize for the calgary hospital home lottery um you get the 2.7 million dollar show home you get the 2023 audi g8 and you get 200 gur in cash uh, which is just an incredible prize the absolute final deadline is midnight tomorrow you also got a ton of cash prizes tons of vehicles uh, tons of vacations the 50 50 draws over 2.3 million dollars so make sure you get your tickets uh, cash calendar is yeah, on there as well way Those... better than like a crappy little small advent calendar of chocolates that you always pick ahead anyway because you want to eat more than one chocolate but way more exciting way more fun i get those tickets and it also supports a great cause calgary health foundation which of course supports uh, a lot of the hospitals in southern alberta you're helping to advance critical care and surgery for thousands of patients and a lot of the 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 new operating rooms and the new equipment it's very expensive and a lot of the money raised by the uh, hospital home lottery for the calgary health foundation goes towards those operating rooms those gear so that we can keep those kind of cues going and make sure as many people are getting the care and uh, the operations and whatnot that they need uh, without patient risk without you know long extended recovery times as well uh, last year there was over 20,000 emergency surgeries required for patients who required immediate intervention um, so listen the Six degrees of separation, you're never going to get to six degrees before you find someone in your life who uh, has had this be a part of theirs. So uh, it's a great cause for sure. CalgaryHospitalHomeLottery.com's website. Uh, absolutely. Um, we got about eight minutes to go here in the show today. Um, we're on location. I have my laptop with us. My laptop still has uh, the Fan 590 text line, and I have access to it on my laptop. And I opened it up. And uh, earlier on in the show, we asked you to send it in, inundate the 590-590 text line with, uh, with the worst possible victory songs for the Toronto Maple Leafs. You've done a great job. And uh, I, think we, I think we might have angered 
uh, Ailish and Justin, who do the morning show, do really? a great job of the morning yeah. show in Toronto. I think that's fair. And Ailish was getting a little fired up, I think, because uh, you guys did a great job. They, the people of Toronto try to come back at us in Calgary. You, do you have a few that yeah. people from Toronto sent? Yeah, like this one. What state is Calgary in? Like you're jo- oh, it's very funny that you don't know geography. Okay, that's that's a, that's a self burn. Um, okay. Calgary Flames are trash. Leaves forever. It's pretty mundane. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, really, this is the best we could come up with. Yeah. Um, Flames' goal song should be, oh, wait, they don't score, lol. That from Dan and Tor- They scored five last game, so okay. there's that. But, okay. Um, those are kind of that, – that's what we're working with. It's not it's – okay. not, it's not good. Yeah. Um, but you did a great job of sending uh, songs to Toronto at 590. Oh, our listeners? Oh, yeah. Without uh, a doubt. You Needed Me by Ann Murray would be a song. <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> yeah uh, we got loser a lot by beck yeah that was a very popular one shot over at 590 in toronto um lisa uh, rem song it's the end of the world as we know it uh, a banger yeah it definitely Certainly is a banger um calgary flames elwa more like calgary candle in the winds that was some they sent that to <laughs> to to you to you guys, to us. Yeah, yeah, we really got that. That really hurt. Um, Don't Stop Believing came up. Uh, the cl- uh, the Climb by Brennan in uh, Cars Land. Yeah, Cars Land. Yep, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The, the climb. climb. I like yep. The Climb. Yeah, that's a good pick. Um, Leafs Victory Song, uh, Leaves That Are Green by Simon and Garfunkel. Uh, Garfunkel. Carl, Kyle from Langdon. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and tell you. I, know I don't know that one. Uh, Jason and Lethbridge, Baby by Justin Bieber. Which yeah. is the most hated song on the internet. You just, no, that's Friday by Rebecca. I, I will. It's fine. I got to give Kyle and Woodstock some credit sure. for this one because this is actually, it's a pretty good burn. Uh, Calgary shouldn't throw stones when they live in a glass house or a cl- crumbling arena. Same thing. Yeah. That's not bad. That's not bad, Kyle. Yeah, it's, it's not It's not the worst. Yeah. I also got some, uh, you also mixed in a couple Austin Matthews trade um, suggestions uh, for a half box of donuts because it's inflation. And then there's this, you know, this one coming from Dan and Mississauga. Must suck to live in the armpit of Canada and in the shadow of Toronto um, should be irrelevant by pink. Cause the, you're obviously getting Calgary mixed up with Edmonton there. So yeah, that I understand the mistake, but yeah, dial it back a, a little one. bit. Yeah, uh, what hurts the most by Rascal Flats. Yeah, that came in. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, uh, there were people in Toronto who were. Getting upset. There was also a narc uh, from Peterborough <laughs> who uh, texted and goes, "Yeah, uh, there's just, so trash. You know. just so you know, uh, on nine sixty, uh, they're saying to text in about like stupid goal songs. Just so you guys know. All right, uh, I think it was Jason and Peterborough. Dial it back a little bit, narc. And like, then we slow down. Yeah, we're we just having lot. fun. I know the people on their morning show. The producer and the op literally texted me, go, this is awesome. Yeah. Uh, this is super fun. And then you get a narc like Jason and Peterborough going, oh, this is what they're doing in Calgary to you guys right now. Yeah. Come on, man. Even Ailish yeah. texted us, although Ailish did say, I'm, I'm going to try and fight you guys. Okay. So that was a little bit different. But yeah. I was really happy that Ailish could tune in to listen to the show today. Yeah, while she was doing her own show. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, thanks. During the break, uh, she was definitely listening. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Maybe we us. should get her on tomorrow. You, got a little you think spot. we should? Yeah, I think that's a good program. Idea. In the nine eight. o'clock? Yeah, but we got we got World Cup tomorrow with Tommy because she's off the air at seven a.m. our time. 
I think we can maybe squeeze her in. Yeah. For like five minutes. I think we got some time early on in the show. You think she'll want to come on, though? Well, that's really, a, I think that's probably the key here. Yeah, we should be like, oh, no, I'm actually mad at you, knuckleheads. Actually, hard pass. For you flooding. Guys, you guys are fools. Yeah, for uh, flooding our text line when I'm trying to talk about the Teoscar Hernandez I'm deal. not going to um, give you guys the time. Yeah. I'm not going to encourage this behavior. Right. Um, although we'd, we'd really prefer if if they did. Uh, one just came in on the 590 text line. Yeah. Uh, Matthews trade Arizona for their goalie coach. <laughs> yeah. Karel Vizmelka is a pretty good goalie. He is. Or is it the goalie coach? You tell me. Yeah, he's uh, very, I very. Think, I think he's actually just a good player. Underrated. Uh, real quick, we've got a couple minutes uh, yeah. to go here. What uh-huh. are you expecting from the Flames tonight in Tampa Bay? Well, I'm most intrigued to see if they do stick with the lines that they went with last game. and uh, Namely, with Huberto that. playing with uh, back Linda. <laughs> yeah, with back Linda, the reference, the yeah. text reference from yesterday's program. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, that would be number one. Can they all score in the first period again? Because mm. if they don't, you got to break them up. I say that tongue-in-cheek. Sure. The other thing would be who is the sixth defenseman today and how much do they play? It's been three straight games mm. where the sixth defenseman for the Flames has been under 10 minutes of ice time. And prior to those three games, Daryl Sutter had said, we kind of need those guys to be up in the teens as far as minutes played when you're not doing PK and you're not doing power play. Yeah. And we haven't seen that yet. So those would be the two things I'm watching. Um <laughs> As they take on the Bolts. Sorry, I don't mean to snicker, but nope. somebody sent in a text, a 403 number sent in into uh, Toronto. A Leafs goal song, Milkshake. He brings all the boys to the yard. <laughs> I that- can't, I like, I, because we read a lot of these uh, in the show. There was a, there was a part I literally counted 21 consecutive 403 yep. numbers. Yep. Hit 590, 590 in Toronto. Yeah, we had a, we had a nice little run for a while there where they tried to yeah. attack. Yeah, there was, a good, there was a good run here, but it was mostly people being like, hey, how about Jonathan Huberto? And frankly, I'm not really ready to say that Jonathan Huberto's extension is going to be it's 15 games into it. Right. Brand new conference, so I'm not that worried about hey, how if about, that's the best you can Hey, how about Matt Murray and Nett? Yeah. How's that going to work <laughs> yeah. out for you? How long is that contract for again? Yeah. How about yeah. having Justin Hall as a regular blue liner? <laughs> or Jordy Ben? That's, uh, stop, you're giving me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, not not ideal. Mm. Not ideal at all. Uh, and tomorrow uh, we'll be doing some World Cup coverage. Our man Tommy Wielden Jr. will be in studio. We'll have a World Cup draw to see who we're going to take as a show between the five of us. We'll break down what Canada's going to do. Maybe we'll get Ailish on the show tomorrow. We'll get uh, perhaps our new Flames win song to start the show. Yes. We'll get a new beat as they take on the Bolts. And then they'll, uh, we'll also set up that game against the Florida Panthers on Saturday. That's a big one. Yeah. The return for Jonathan Huberto, Mackenzie Weger, and the first-round pick. And uh, also Matthew Kachuk faces his old team for the first time. Uh, that'll be all uh, super interesting. All right. Uh, I think that's it for us. Uh, remember, get your tickets to the uh, Calgary Hospital uh, for Home Lottery uh, draw. The deadline, the absolute final deadline, is tomorrow night at midnight. Uh, The $2.7 million show home custom built by Calbridge Homes is the very sexy, sexy grand prize that hopefully one of our listeners wins so Maddie and I can come visit and party in the hot tub. Lots of bedrooms. Be really weird, too. Uh, Lots of extra rooms here to to party in. Uh, That's it for us. But Uh, just one hot tub, so we'd all have to get in the tub together. Yeah. Bottoms optional. Uh, That's it for us. Sorry, what? We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.